So welcome to the Great Managers Masterclass. What I'm going to show you in this session will increase your confidence and allow you to become the manager you've always dreamed of being in the shortest possible time. Our session today is on leadership brand. Let's start with what is leadership brand? Now, some of you may have heard of leadership brand before. I'm sure you've all heard of brand before, but we're going to talk specifically about leadership brand. And a leadership brand is how you're known as a leader. It's how people perceive the value you bring to your role. Your leadership brand conveys your identity and it's about your distinctiveness as a leader. It's about what sets you apart from others. It communicates the value that you offer as a leader. And if you've got the wrong leadership brand for the position you have or the position you want, then you're not having the impact you could be. So a strong personal leadership brand allows all that's powerful and effective about your leadership to become known to your colleagues, enabling you to generate maximum value and to get the results that you want. So what is your current leadership brand? Most people don't even think about this. They might have some vague ideas about it, but no real clarity about it. And great managers do think about their leadership brand. And let me tell you, as a leader, you do have a brand, whether you're aware of it or not, and whether you've thought about it or not. Your current brand is perhaps what your staff are saying about you when you're not present. So think about that for a moment. What do you think they would say at a family barbecue if someone asked the question, what's your boss like? So if we don't think about our brand and if we don't create it deliberately, then our brand will simply be an extension of our self-concept. And your identity or your self-concept significantly influences your leadership brand. So we don't want to leave it to chance. We want to be more skillful, more deliberate in creating our leadership brand. Now, you might be thinking, why is this important? Is it really important to do a leadership brand? And the answer is yes, and here's why. You always perform in a manner consistent with your self-concept. Your self-concept is taking form in your life every day. It comes out in the things that you do, the things that you say, and particularly in your way of being. And this is what a term that we use often in the Great Managers Program, your way of being. Your way of being is the way you step into the world. It determines the way other people experience you. Your self-concept or identity precedes and predicts your level of success. This is the same for all of us. So this is why it's very important that we know this. Let's learn a bit more about our self-concept, starting with where it comes from. Our self-concept is a composite image we hold of ourselves and we store this away in the database of our mind. And it comes from our life experiences, such as things like memories of past events, particularly events that had an impact on you, or messages from others and particularly messages that have impacted you. Now, these messages start with our earliest coaches, that is our parents, and then it might be teachers, messages we receive from teachers, it could be friends, our partners, our colleagues, a whole range of people 
the messaging is stored away there and some of it really sticks and becomes a part of our self-concept. It also comes from our culture and our beliefs and our values. So all the sorts of things we're immersed in as we're going through life. Now I work with the people from a lot of different cultures and I hear people say, I'm Italian, we're all passionate. So there's a, there's a part of a self-concept that's coming from their culture. And I hear people say things like, people should respect authority, which is an indication of their belief, something that is important to them. And then other people say, respect for others is important to me. So that's more like a value. You know, values like loyalty and honesty, integrity, all those sorts of things form part of our self-concept as well, what's important to us. And our profession shapes our self-concept as well and our work environment. In our work environment, there are certain norms of behaviour that we can conform to to fit in, which is normal human behaviour. We want to fit in with our tribe and this can shape our identity. And a workplace is like a little group or a tribe of people where we want to, we want to be a part of it. But it's being aware of all these things and knowing that they can contribute to the way that you see yourself. A very powerful contributor to our self-concept is the things that we say to ourselves over and over again. So we might say things like, I'm shy or I'm loud. And we say these things as if they're fixed. And sometimes people say, I'm not good at that touchy-feely stuff or I'm not good at remembering names. Now, many of these I am statements are not necessarily true. They can be things that we've picked up from role models during our life, things that we've learnt along the way and we just unconsciously repeat those behaviours. We have learnt them at some form. The problem is they can be self-limiting and most of them are unconscious. And what I mean by self-limiting is that they almost can give you an excuse, a way out that's stopping you from being the best version of you. So when people say, I'm shy, it can be self-limiting in that they think that there's no way out of that. Whereas people can learn to interact more confidently with others. Shyness is genuine, genuine, generally about confidence. And when someone says, I'm loud, it doesn't mean that's fixed. They can learn to listen. They can learn to quieten down as well. And if people say, I'm not good at that touchy-feely stuff, they're probably not realising that they've learned that somewhere along the way and it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable. So when they build their skills in that area, they're going to improve and, and it becomes something they're more confident about. And when people say, I'm not good at remembering names, they don't realise there's a whole range of techniques that people use to be good at remembering names. It's not something you either have or don't have. It's something you learn. So what I want you to realise is that a lot of these things we say to ourselves, they're not fixed like the colour of our eyes. They are things we can change. We have changed. We have a whole lot more flexibility than we realise. And all of these things that I've mentioned here add up to our programming. And just as these things were programmed in, in the first place, you can create new programs as an adult. And this is what great managers do. They do this deliberately and intentionally. They create their leadership brand. So let's look at how we can create your leadership brand. As an intelligent adult, our leadership brand is the identity we decide to create for ourselves. So here's how you go about creating it. 
The first thing you need to do is become aware of any self-limiting beliefs you may be holding. I want you to think about this. What are you holding on to from your past that may no longer be true? I want you to find out what these thoughts are and reality check them. I do this all the time when I'm coaching people. I get them to make their thoughts about themselves conscious. I've had people who say to me things like, oh, I have a real fear of failing. So together we reality check them and I ask them, what evidence do you have to support that belief or that identity you have of yourself? When have you failed? And very rarely can they come up with any evidence. Now this belief may have come from something a teacher said to them at some point a long time ago or one experience they had where they tripped over and got roused on, or something a parent might have said to them, and they've carried that through their life as if it was true. Now, a lot of the people I'm working with are quite senior leaders, so they're obviously quite successful in their roles. And when I ask them, what evidence do you have? When have you failed? Sometimes it's something that goes right back to childhood. There is no recent evidence. So we need to reality check it and remove what is not true and what does not support you. The next thing you need to do is to think about what you want to be known for. I want you to write this down. What do you want to be known for and what results do you want to achieve? It's very important to do this reflective process when you're creating your leadership brand. And then from this reflection, see if you can identify three characteristics that you want to be known for as a leader. This is branding yourself and saying, this is the leader I want to be. And your leadership brand will focus you on what is important to you. And the reason we choose three, because three, we can remember three and we can focus on three. Now, right back in our introductory module, I asked you to focus on the best leader you've had and the worst leader you've had and write down six to eight characteristics and then also write those down for yourself. Today, though, I want you just to start thinking about three. What are those three? Write those down now. Have a go. Write your top three leadership characteristics down. Just write what comes to mind for you. Now we're going to have a look at how I'd like you to write it down as your leadership brand statement. So this is what I encourage you to do. You write it down as an, what we call an I am statement. And this is a very positive, supportive I am statement. So you write down those three things and see if you can get them into short, simple words, I am a, and I'll share with you in a moment what mine is. Now, I've done this many times over the years, and my leadership brand statement has changed according to where I'm at and the role I'm in at a time. So when I was a manager, my leadership brand statement was different from what it is now as a business owner and a leadership consultant. Another way you can write it down is to say, I want to be known for being, and you put your three characteristics in, so that I can deliver or achieve. So you can link it to the benefits or the outcome you get from this leadership brand statement. So I want to share with you what mine is. Mine is, I am a courageous, committed, and caring leader. And those three C's are very easy for me to remember. I can think about that during the day, and I can step into those characteristics, those qualities. And I've written them down on a card that I keep right next to my computer so I can see them. So this is what I want you to do next. Once you've worked out your leadership brand statement, you write it down on a card where you can see it. You want to see it 
regularly. You might want to put it on the fridge or somewhere where you will see it and read it every day. I want you to say it to yourself over and over because repetition is how the programming takes hold. Just like the things that you've picked up from the past, chances are we've said that to ourselves over and over. I can't tell you the number of people that I've heard who have said to themselves over and over, I'm not good at remembering names, and they've programmed that into their identity. And then when they learn the technique, they can change it and become good at remembering names. So it's not fixed, remember. Now, the next thing you do is you start to visualize what your leadership brand looks like when it's in action. What would you be doing? What would you be saying? So it's imagining yourself stepping into these characteristics and living them out. Now, all successful sports people use this technique. They use the power of visualization and imagination to do their personal best or what they call their PB. So I want to show, share with you how I've done this with my leadership statement, my leadership brand statement. So I've got courageous, committed and caring. Now courageous for me was about taking more risks, more risks than I would naturally do. It was about asking for help or asking for more sales for the business. And at the moment it's also about asking for more public speaking roles where I can stand up in front of a crowd. Now I'm very comfortable facilitating, I do a lot of that. But standing on a stage with a microphone with a crowd is something a bit more daunting. And I know I need courage to do that. And I want to do that to get the great manager's message out there to the world. So courage for me is an important characteristic as a self-employed leader. So committed. I started looking at what does committed mean to me? What would I be doing out there in the world? And I know this is a strength of mine and I want to amplify it. I want to turn the volume up on it so that I'm doing more of this. And I'm really committed and on a mission to fill the world with great managers. So starting this program is part of my commitment to that mission. And what I noticed around this one was at home, I, I noticed I was always saying to myself, I'm going to exercise four times a week or three times a week. And very often I wasn't keeping my word to myself. I wasn't doing the exercising. So what I did is go back to being committed, putting what was realistic in my diary Two or three times a week was much more realistic than four or five. And then keeping my commitments to myself. I understand how important this is in terms of shaping this characteristic. And with caring, what I did was I started using more eye contact with people because I'm an introvert and I can float very happily along in my inner world. And I'm, I think some of you are introverts that are on the webinar tonight as well. So what I did was I brought a bit of lightness into my eyes and I smiled a bit more as well Can I? because I can also tend to be a bit serious and a bit intense. So I brought a bit more lightness and a bit more kindness into my way of being. And I first started practicing on people in shops that I went into, like when I was getting the fruit and veggies and that sort of thing. And it was, it was an interesting experience for me because it felt quite good to do it. Even though I was a little bit outside my comfort zone when I first started doing it, the more I got, the better I got at it. And the changes happened quite quickly. So I want you to look for opportunities every day to be it, to live your leadership brand, not just at work, but at home too. If we change our behavior without changing our identity, it can feel a little bit fake. But by changing your identity and then changing your behavior to match it, 
you get to be different and authentic at the same time. So if you're doing this at home, just let people know around you what you're doing. I'm wanting to be more committed. I'm wanting to be more courageous. I'm wanting to be more caring. And this is how I'm going to do that. And then they won't look at you strangely when you start giving them more eye contact and that sort of thing. So think about how you can live these out and look for opportunities every day. And before you know it, you'll be doing these things and becoming more of these things with more ease. There are opportunities for you everywhere. You just have to open your eyes to see them. So make sure you pay attention to what happens, what appears right before you and how you're feeling because the changes can be, they can creep up on you, but they can happen very quickly as well because that's how habits form. This repetition that I'm talking about is how habits form. I want you to notice how other people are responding to you. Just like I did, I noticed that people were smiling back and I felt good about it. I felt stronger and more confident and you will too. Now, the degree to which you believe you are these things will determine the degree to which you become it. You need to step into these and fully believe them. And when you do the behaviours that I'm giving you examples of here, you're building an evidence base in your own database in your mind that you are this. So the belief gets stronger. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. The most successful people I have worked with have created identities to become the leaders they choose to be. They have overridden their programming and their outdated self-concept and they now act consistently with the way they want to be. And you will be amazed at what you can achieve when you stop limiting yourself with an outdated self-concept or an outdated leadership brand. If you want to make positive changes as a leader, then you'll also need a sense of your future self, the person you're in the process of becoming. And there's no time like the present to start becoming that person. So actualize your potential. This means bringing out those strengths in you. They're already there within you. You just need to actualize them, bring them out, be more deliberate about the way you lead others and step into the world. If you're feeling frustration around any aspect of your leadership abilities or the results you're getting with your people, the first thing you must do is get clear in your own mind about what sort of leader you want to be and need to be to achieve the success you want. So create your leadership brand and then take the actions that are consistent with it. Because being a great manager is all about self-awareness combined with skillful action. Take those actions. Be the leader you choose to be and you'll be fast-tracking your confidence and success as a manager. You will be amazed at what you can achieve. And your leadership brand is a great place to start with this.